You are listening to Thunderbolt Sports Talk. Here are your hosts, Charlie Adams and Timothy Yee. Welcome to Episode 7 of Thunderbolt Sports Talk. We're here at the final week of the fall sports season. We've been along with you the whole way around here in the green room on Thunderbolt Sports Talk. Charlie Adams, as always, joined by Tim Yeen. And Tim, it was a pretty good end of the year for these fall sports teams. What happened in this I'm week? Not, I'm not going to say it's been a good end for every fall sports team, but it certainly has been a... Uh, our last week really was a really nice night for senior night. So field hockey, one nothing win against Glasgow. I don't know if I talked about that. I did talk about that already last week. Football actually won their first game since... 2018, their actual first league game, uh, I have to say. They have had some consolation wins, but obviously consolation wins are consolations. They're, they're just there to make you feel better. Um, Adrian Foreman, touchdown. Sakari Monroe, touchdown. Armand Northup Reed with an amazing catch at the corner of the end zone. Touchdown there. Even a couple of interceptions. I know, uh, I know Mason Raposa came up with a, I don't know, with a fumble recovery or whatnot, if you want to correct me on that, you can always free to do so. Uh, but uh, the following week was not so good. Um, boys soccer lost bad to Cherahoe. Girls volleyball lost bad to Cherahoe again as well. Um, and then we have girls soccer today. Uh, girls tennis though had a very nice senior night as well, and the following week after. Uh, quarterfinals against EWG, winning 4-2 there. They're on to East Providence for their semifinals match now. And they are the only team in the uh, playoff hunt for Cranston East. Uh, field hockey got eliminated yesterday on a shootout. So we had to stay like an extra 30 minutes following afterwards. It was 2-1 to one East, just Cranston, uh, might I add. Couldn't just uh, find the way, only found it one time. And I heard there might have been a little controversy during that game that might have upset some of Cranston players. What what did you see from the press box? Uh, from the press box, I saw what was absolutely an embarrassment by our clock operator, Mr. Christopher Sparks. Uh, shout out to him, unfortunately, because he is uh, basically a terrorist at this point, uh, Chaz. Uh, he forgot, uh, quote-unquote forgot, to, or at least he forgot to actually realize that uh, there was a button to press a timer, or at, least, or at least he thought he pressed it, but never went off. So first chance for the third player from Cranston to try and force it in. Uh, had that one negated due to the time penalty. I got a second chance, didn't make that one either. Uh, and just overall a controversial controversial play by the clock operator, Mr. Sparks. And let's uh, go back for a second to the Cranston East football result. Finally getting in the win column against Shea. I mean, it was getting really close to the end, Tim, especially after Shea was able to block our punt and return it for a touchdown. It was a one-score game. I know you were on the edge of your seat. Luckily, you were on the edge of your seat on the other side of the booth. Maybe a curse when you put on the headset for the football team, but we'll see what happens on Thanksgiving regarding that. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate to see the... See, I have a quote-unquote winless record commentating Cranston East football games uh, if we're excluding the consolations. 
And so basically, I've been a loser my entire high school career, uh, Mr. Adams. But that changed when I switched to the actual microphone uh, part of announcing the PA. I think I did a good job there. Apparently, Mr. Barberry has fired uh, Mr. Simone, a.k.a. That is a joke, 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 joke. Uh, J-K-L-O-L. Um, but it was a really fun opportunity. I got to talk to Mr. McCarthy's son, also a Coach McCarthy. I forgot. I, I confused the name. I think it's Chris. I think John's the father. Chris is the son. And they really, the Thunderbolts, uh, showed out. Uh, probably the last time they'll, they'll show out because they play Portsmouth uh, Saturday. Yep. So, and then Thanksgiving comes up and... I mean, there's no more Chung Island. It's Cornell, Cornell Valley, uh, as I heard around. Um, Something along those lines. I don't know the Cornell fields. All I know is I'm one and zero as a play-by-play broadcaster for Cranston East the lead football. Play-by-play broadcaster. I mean, I was pretty much an analyst on the other games, oh. but for Cranston East to finally get in the win column. After some 49 months, I believe, it was four years, 11 months. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that math checks out, but it's a great thing to finally see it happen. And maybe they start to turn the corner and we can come back as super seniors and see them winning games. Yeah, and Chaz, I heard there were some uh, altercations between you and your analyst, Evan Morrell. I mean, Evan just kind of... You know, he's a rookie in the biz kind of thing. He just wants to talk all the time. Okay, so he's do. a grade-A yapper, and he hey. it's hard to put down. So sometimes you got to hey. make sure, just give him a little signal that it's time for me to talk, pal. So work play-by-play happening. Workplace abuse uh, in the Chaz Adams family? I mean, not really. It was just... It seems like... A, I tell Evan what I've been taught, you know, the who and the what is for... And you the play by play and the why, this? when, where, how he has so much to work with and as you, an analyst, and all he does is try to step over <laughs> whatever I'm trying to describe a play. And you let him know by just shoving him. I mean, you got to do something. He was not going to stop, <laughs> but he seemed apologetic after, at least. All right, I guess so. I guess sorries do make the world uh, for the case of Charlie. Who added this to the document? Uh, um. Any more Cranston East sports things to cover? After our final week of fall sports, again, no more playoffs for anyone but tennis at this point. I, I mean, we could always go see a tennis game. We could always go catch a tennis game. Tennis playing uh, East yesterday. Prom. So yeah, I, they played yesterday. They'll they were play at East home Prom yesterday. After. But East Prov definitely on the road. They're facing a tough task against them. We'll see when they schedule that matchup. Mm-hmm. But after school today, we're going to be – Headed to girls' soccer senior night when they take on St. Ray's. Yep. But prior to that, hopefully, unless they switch the times on us, we're going to be headed to Bryant University for some Halloween hockey action at the RI Sports Center, Tim. Yeah, I mean, that's not even the Halloween main event uh, for me because on Saturday I have to go all the way to Wallingford CT. A.K.A. Connecticut, A.K.A. my Halloween nightmare, driving two hours for one game. And, you know, I guess we can go back to the Brian thing. Um, ben Shen 
uh, super senior acting as a Brian freshman, likely not going to be in attendance. He'll be at URI. So it'll be just be us. And if you can't find a guy, if they move it to 510, you know, who knows? You might work with uh, you might work with Mr. Tristan Tingley. I don't know. Nah, I don't know what they'll do if that happens. I know that uh, that RI Sports Center is one of the best hockey rinks that I've been at. It yeah. has an Press arcade. Box? No, it doesn't have it. It has a terrace or, you know. A terror? A terrace. It was like a mezzanine type deal. Mm. But it's its own balcony that can has a max weight, or not weight, but max capacity of four people. And it's a long, it's a large amount of room. So you can tell it's not very structurally stable, but a four people maximum for how much room there is up there, we can make it work. Now I'm I'm kind of scared to go up there, Chaz. No, it's all right. It's all right. But they have an arcade there. They have, like, hot food, pretzels, and slushy machine for some reason. But is it a all vending like, machine with Prime in it? Like everything you want. Is it all like free? No, definitely not. But better bring your wallet. Well, yeah. What the prices look like? Well, the Prime in the vending machine was five dollars. Five bucks. I think that matches what Prime is normally, but definitely expensive. But it's in the vending machine. Why? Why are you selling stuff over five bucks? Hey, it's a hot commodity. Also happening in the sports world. The MLB World Series is set. Tim Yeans' alleged favorite team is in there. Since day one, baby, the Diamondbacks are in the World Series, facing off against the Texas Rangers. Uh, it should be an exciting one, Chaz. I love me some baseball. I love me some Diamondbacks baseball. Go Snakes. Go Diamondbacks. Go Arizona. So uh, how do you see this series shaking out? Uh, obviously, if it goes away, you know, I think the Diamondbacks, I can easily compare it to my hero, Jimmy Buckets of the Miami Heat. Um, I think they get this in whatever, four chats. I mean, the World Series, eh, just a quick breeze. That Diamondbacks will win it all. Been there since day one. Been there for my entire, entire two years of uh, me existing as a baseball fan. Uh, but... Yeah, it should be an exciting one, probably. Will I watch it? Probably not. I just hope for the best. Uh, but, Chaz, I know you have some uh, questions lined up for me. Yeah, well, first let me just say the Diamondbacks weren't supposed to really be in this World Series. They No one really had them going all the way like this. It's the Tim so, effect. Yeah, sure it is. But uh, it might be time for that momentum to run out. Texas has looked strong the whole season, postseason especially. And, yeah, as you said, Tim, since you're such a fake fan and decided to call yourself a Diamondbacks fan, we have some baseball trivia for you. Okay. I mean, these questions are so easy that anyone could get them. Okay. And we're going to follow baseball rules, so you get three strikes, and you're probably going to run out of them before you even get three correct. But three okay. strikes, and you're out, Tim. All right, let's, let's bring them on. Yeah, let's start off hot. How many outs are in an inning? Three. Wrong. Strike one, six. A half of an inning consists of three outs. Okay, that's kind of like a misread question. It's not. No, no, no. no, no, In an inning. inning. No, no, no. Strike one. Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Next one, next one, next one. Give me half credit. Nope. Half credit. All right, well, definitely no. All right, so let's move on to something a little easier. A little easier. What does AB mean as a stat? At bat. All right. So you're on the board. 
So am Paul, I am I at, at first, uh, base? first base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, now, many, how many questions do you actually have? Well, like? I got plenty, so. Okay. I know I'm not gonna use any of them because you're gonna fail pretty quickly. If I get to home, uh, do I get a home run? Um, probably not. We'll see. If let's not count our chickens before they hatch, because I don't know if you're gonna get to third base. But a batted ball hits the foul pole. What is the umpire's call? I can repeat that. If a batted ball hits the foul pole, what is the umpire's call? Is it called a foul ball as well, Chance? Was that your final answer? Yeah, sure. I don't know. And that's strike two. If it hits the foul pole, it's a home run. The foul pole is in fair territory. So if it hits it, then it's a home run. Okay, Chance. So two strikes, runner on first. And guess what? Should we just get out of get you out of here quick? Uh, let's let me see. see. Let's you see. know what? Yeah, sure. What position is also known as the hot corner in baseball? Your options: first base, third base, shortstop, or second base. Oh, Chad, second base. And that's strike three. So this segment went just about as good as I thought it would. Three strikes, you're out. The answer was third base. And why is, it, why is it called the hot corner, Chaz? Well, it's called the hot corner because, you know, if a righty is up at the plate mm-hmm. and they pull the ball, it's going to go really fast to the third base side. And most oh. batters are righty, so they get a lot of action okay. at third base. So that's where things get freaky in the third base, huh, Chaz? Yeah, well, this is why you're a stooge fake baseball fan. And anyone who thought that Tim knew anything about baseball, he doesn't. That's why I let Chaz commentate the baseball games and the softball games. Hey, man, we don't need to uh, relive any of that, okay? Especially yeah. especially the baseball yeah, triple that happened. A lot of pitches, Chaz, it's called. Hey, I mean... I said exactly what I meant to say, and the only people that thought I said something different was you, and I guess maybe Bill Koch. And everyone else. Hey, man, I got some people on my side, I promise you. Yeah. All right, now that we know that Tim knows nothing about baseball, let's move on to something he does know about. Let's move on to the Patriots and the NFL as a whole, where Josh Allen, who just won yesterday, Thursday night football over... The poverty Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield. He lost to the Patriots. Yeah. And the Patriots kind of looked all right. So Yeah, I guess they did. Unfortunately, he couldn't catch much of the game because Mr. Ron Roberts wanted me to win soccer at RI. But I saw the last play, touchdown, uh, Mike Gosicki. Um I mean, if this is the turning point of the season, I guess we're not taking for Caleb Williams or Drake May or Marvin Harrison Jr. or Hey, we could get Brock Bowers, though. Brock Bowers. Is he going to be the next Gronk for us, Chaz? I mean, hopefully he looks like a, a strong asset for the Patriots offense if we're able to get him. Yeah, unfortunately, Chaz, uh, unluckily for you, we are... Unfortunately, not going to draft Brock Bowers, and we are going to draft some D3 demon in the first round out of, I don't know, um, uh, let's see, any college, um, Bemidji State. Mm. Well, sounds like you lost hope in this team. I think playoffs might be still 
in the Patriots' future after a strong win like that. They were going into Miami or facing Miami. I don't know if it's home or away, but they're facing a Miami team that's like bringing back everyone. I know Tyreek Hill was questionable. Now he's sounding like he's definitely going to play. And the bigger news is that Jalen Ramsey is supposedly going to be able to return for that game too. So going to be an interesting matchup against the Patriots this week. Yeah, most indubitably. All right. What does that word mean? So I got a question for you. Is Josh Allen elite? That's a fantastic question. Uh, you have Jazz, uh, in the words of my boss, splendid. Um, you really, I think right now, Josh Allen is, I would say, top five right now. And he is part of that elite category. So we have Patrick Mahomes at one, obviously. You got Jalen Hurts. All right, let me just list the people I think are elite. All right, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Um, let's see. I mean, I think you can teeter-totter on Justin Herbert right now. I think he's more leaning into the elite side rather than the uh, maybe not so. But I think when you're looking at those quarterbacks, you got to include Josh Allen in there. I mean, he's a gunslinger. He can... Throw it wherever he wants. I think it's just a problem is he's been unable to find his way into clutch moments or clutch conversations, really. I mean, you see games against the Jags and the Patriots and the Jets uh, without Aaron Rodgers, and you see, oh, maybe this guy isn't such, you know, the guy we were thinking about after all. But I still think he's in that elite conversation. I mean, Trevor Lawrence for the Jags is approaching that elite conversation very quickly, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, of course. But it seems like Belichick was definitely happy with the result by his team, able to take down the Bills. Mm -hmm. Do you think he bought himself a couple more weeks on the job? I mean, I think he brought himself a couple more years on the job. Uh, Bill Belichick signing a lucrative contract extension, so I don't think he'll be gone anytime soon, nor will his GM skills be gone anytime soon, unfortunately. So we're going to have to see him until he reaches a new record mark. I mean, I think he hit 300 wins with that game against the Bills, so mm. it's just a couple more to go. I mean, yeah, fun fact, I think. I think it's like 50th, 100th, you know, I don't know, whatever 50 things come, all have come from the Buffalo Bills. Nice. So hopefully we don't see them in the playoffs. I think were they the team that took us behind the woodshed last time we were in the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That game was. There was only a small sense of hope because of that terrible game and that snow that we won by, like, mm. three points. But that playoff game, it was not snowy, and it was over before mm -hmm. it started. Oh, yeah, that Kosicki touchdown also happened on National Tight Ends Day. And I just wanted to mention, I say LeBron, when he was reading off the tight ends, he was reading them off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another big part of the sports world, getting back into your lives. The NBA season's fully started up. I know the Heat probably played their first game. I think every team has gotten a game under their belt yep. at this point. And I know that the Celtics were able to win with Kristaps Porzingis mm -hmm. looking elite as ever. How'd the Heat look in their opening game? Well, unfortunately, I mean, they won by one against the Pistons, which I understand, you know, it's the opening night. You still got to get some 
uh, cobwebs dusted off, but I'm not really worried at all. I mean, there's 81 more games left in the season, and then you have the playoffs, so 97 more times you'll see the Miami Heat. Hey, well, you know, the NBA regular season, as everyone knows, no one watches it, and it doesn't matter because half the league makes the playoffs anyways, so we'll see all the teams that we expected to see in the playoffs come playoff time. Because every single year, there's, like, never a surprise. I don't know, especially like, with this play-in tournament. Are you, like, not a basketball fan, Chaz? I'm a fan of basketball, but regular season basketball is just a snooze fest, and no matter what happens, you get the same teams in the playoffs that you thought were going to be there anyways. I mean, we're, what do we have now? 12 teams per conference that can get a playoff spot, mm-hmm. including, like, the play-in teams? That's kind of ridiculous. I mean, Yeah, kind of a donkey-donk. Yeah, I mean, however you want to say it. And we have another topic to cover here. I don't know if you have the results pulled up, but what happened? We shoved every sports team's got each sports team for Cranston East got three representatives. And who, how did that go? How did that go in our Hunger Games simulation of the fall sports season? Everyone but one died. Um, surprise, oh, not surprisingly, uh, girls tennis. Uh, won that one. <laughs> they currently are the only team alive uh, in the playoff hunt right now. Um, good job to Sophie Vaprarian, uh for winning this virtual simulation. Not sure if that means she will win actually, but good for her. So she gets the nod in the Hunger Games simulator for the fall season. Does that hurt, put her automatically in consideration for the fall sports player of the year? I mean, at this point, uh, considering her play in real life, too, might as well. I mean, if you look at these fall teams, man, it has not been um, it has not been favorable to the highlight community. Like, I mean, you have the Brandon Adarino long goals. You have the Curtis Horace goals. You even have sometimes, you know, girls soccer pitching in Bella Dupree, uh, making a case for herself, although I don't know if she would be qualified because she goes to west but um football ace uh doing some good work out there uh anything uh from fall i mean i think girls tennis just provides itself the best case scenario for just looking from a success stance yeah and you're talking about there has to be someone in there that probably has won every game or at least maybe one loss because every single time they've played i feel like they've gotten at least two or three, even if they lose the match. Mm-hmm. So there has to be someone there who hasn't yeah. found the losing column. And you're talking about highlights in the fall season. I wanted to, It makes me want to bring up something regarding Angel Santana and Ashton Allison. Angel Santana is probably able to hear us from our green room where we're recording right off of Mr. LaBanca's room. Oh, really? Can and he he's actually? in here. Uh, they say they can hear every word of us. So unsure if that's true or not, but... Seems like our TikTok, which hasn't really posted anything since the classical debacle, they need some more creativity, Tim. I think you just need to post more jazz. I mean, it could just be like a simple highlight. What I'm saying. I mean, they're going to a senior night and they want to record a full thing, but the team loses and they dump the footage instead of taking a highlight play, taking the ceremony pregame. That's a TikTok. That's two TikToks. And you could get the page popping. I don't know what their forward count is at, but it rocketed up after their success early. 
And now they're just getting dusted by our Instagram account, which has made its way all the way up to 970 followers. We might hit 1,000 before the start of the winter season. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think just making like edits and all that uh, really will help uh, give us more of a uh, base on TikTok, which is really uh, what we should be trying to focus on at this point right now. I mean, I, mean, I know we have acts already doing good on Instagram. It's just TikTok. We just have to continue to make strides on and improve. Yeah, it might be also time to build up our Facebook presence. I might as well build up a true social presence to our chance. Or any other platforms that might exist. I'm not a sure. Snapchat presence? Yeah, I mean, I've never cared for anything that Snapchat really has to offer in terms of big companies. Does anyone really follow any sports teams on Snapchat or anything? Um, not sure. I, I think I follow the Patriots, but... I don't know if I look at it. Tim, let's switch back to Cranston East. Go back to uh, the Cranston East uh, ELA 12 AP class where we're ha- we have an essay due today, Tim. Yeah, and did you uh, do yours? Uh, I started it. Did you finish yours? I finished because I know I already have a packed schedule today uh, considering that I have uh, Brian Hockey and... Girls Soccer Senior Night, I might as well have gotten that done on Thursday, so that's what I did. Um, well, I had to do some math homework, but I was able to come up with the topic. Would you care to share what topic you did for context where you have to uh, um, compare an analogy to an analogy? So Beowulf is to Grendel as what, Tim? Beowulf is to Grendel as Jimmy Butler is to Jason Tatum. Is that actually what you did? Yes. All right, I don't know. So you're saying that Jason Tatum really dominated the league pretty much. He's yeah, a stud. Really? And then Jimmy Butler came along mm-hmm. and took him down, exactly. had a long reign at the top, exactly. and then fell off and got smoked by the Bucks. Um, I mean, I use the Lakers in that scenario, but yeah, sure, Chaz. I mean, the Celtics in their 17 rings might as well be representing Grendel's uh, 30 kills. Under his claws as the Jason Tatum. Uh, I also referenced the fact that uh, he has some backup, both Grendel and Tatum. Uh, Grendel's mother can be easily compared to as Jalen Brown of the uh, Boston Celtics squad. Uh, both te- both players are evil. Both and I mean, both. Uh, one similarity between Grendel and Jalen Brown is, especially after Grendel lost his arm, neither can dribble with their left anymore. Yeah, maybe I should have used that comparison instead, Chaz. Yeah, well, in my case, I think I might have the perfect analogy because I hopefully gonna, do because I got to whip this thing out are you gonna spill, after all the games. Are going to spill to us? Yeah, we got Beowulf is to Grendel as the Patriots are to the NFL. So the Patriots, you know, the NFL has a league, so I can reference Roger Goodell. I can reference other teams that have started to pass them up as – their dynasty era moves past. So they, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to talk about a team with a long reign at the top, like the 50 years that Beowulf spent as leader. And then are the Buffalo Bills a dragon? I don't know who's the dragon, but I know that the NFL is close to Grendel because, you know, they're just a nuisance. They're as strong as a corporation. They tried to bring them down. They brought 
the suspension onto Brady. We still won that year with Jacoby Brissett playing the first, like, two games. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, well, Jimmy Garoppolo seems to not want to get on the field at all. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to be in the same boat as Bijan Robinson and playing on an injury, even though Bijan decided, I don't know what's going on there. Did that affect you at all, fantasy sports-wise, having Bijan Robinson play one snap and then say, I'm too sick? Well, it helped me win, Shaz. Uh, the player I was facing had Bijan on his roster last week. Um, started him, obviously, and, you know, uh, points three uh, points for Mr. Robinson. Uh, very grateful to me. That was actually the undefeated team in the league at that point in time, and I am the only winner against them. So basically, I'm Hemothy. Well, was that team also, did they have um, one um, Deshaun Watson as their starting quarterback as well, maybe? Hmm? Did they have Deshaun Watson starting at quarterback too? No. Well, in my league, or at least my main league, the team that started Deshaun Watson somehow won with Deshaun Watson scoring negative points. So, But my team is a juggernaut now, apparently, yeah. with Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Jalen Hurts, and Travis Etienne guaranteed a, 100 a points. Is this the TSM? Is this the TSM one? Oh, no. It's definitely not the TSM one. I don't... Not a league that I check often. I'm you sure have that Lamar, team is also ETN, Cup, Andrews, Eckler, Young Winku. Hey, it's not a bad team. I can't it's, lie. It's not a bad team. It's a great team, Jazz. It's a fantastic team. It Thank is you. a cheaters team. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cheaters. Cheaters. I don't know what makes you say that. The cheaters. Collusion. I know you got a trade. I'm boycotting the league. You had a trade that had to be vetoed for how absolute cheating that one. Yeah, you could have you could have vetoed your own trade, Chaz. You knew it was a base bias from the start, Chaz. Now the last place team is not even going to try at this point in time. Hey, I don't appreciate these accusations, so I'm going to force you to answer another baseball trivia question, all right? So okay. bonus question time. How many balls do you need to get a walk? Four. That's correct. What is the symbol for a walk? Mm-hmm. Like... In the scorebook, what would you put or how it shows up in the stat sheet? Shoot, I forget. I, I should know this, but I forgot. It's the same initials as a Boston sports coach, if that helps you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it narrows down to four. So, BB? Yep, base on balls. There you go. So, looks like you're getting the hang of things yeah, now. Yeah, second base. What does DP stand for in baseball? Um, no. I mean, I have something, but I think it's too adult to say, Chaz. All right, then. I'm pretty sure the answer we were looking for was double play. Uh, Let's give you one more. I mean, I had double in there. Let's give you one more. In a 6-3 to three scoring play, which position does the 6 represent? Okay, okay, let me uh, do my counting. So, uh, the six? Yep. Okay, so one's the pitcher. All right, here, let's give you some options here. Okay. First base, third base, shortstop, or second base? Hmm? Is it the first baseman, the shortstop, the second baseman, or the third baseman? I don't even know. Can I say third baseman? 
Uh, it is not. It looks like it might be, but in fact, it goes pitcher number one, yeah. catcher two, first base three, second base four, third base five. Oh my god! Then shortstop six. You know, you so got to get the, the first, the, second, and third. What's the shortstop's job, uh, Jazz? Uh, the job of the like other infielders, you know, they cover the field, they get the balls that come towards them, and they mm-hmm. make the play. Okay, I mean, so why isn't there like a so they're between second and third, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's second. So, am I right in saying that the second base guy is also covering like the guys that are trying to run to second as well? Is there like a shortstop for them too, or am I incorrect, Chaz? I'm pretty sure you're lost in the sauce because, I mean. The shortstop and second base are pretty much the same position, just on other sides of the field. They oh, cover. so second base doesn't actually cover the the base or whatnot? No, they just, like, stand. <laughs> yeah, you really haven't watched any baseball <laughs> games. I play baseball nine, Chaz. All right. Well, I guess you haven't paid attention playing that, too. So, Tim, with 32 minutes, now 33 minutes down in episode seven, we got something going on. Next week, maybe something a little earlier than you'd expect us to be on the program. Something a little spooky. 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 All right. So looking at the calendar, you'd expect to see us next week. Probably on Monday. You'd expect to see us next week on November 3rd. I think you'll still be able... I thought we were doing it on Monday. I think you'll still be able to uh, maybe see us on November 3rd. I'm not sure if we're going to cut that episode for our special Halloween edition on October 30th. Yeah, we're going to call that jazz the Halloweenies. I don't know. I'll, I know you like your SpongeBob references. We could mix in some Halloweeny Hut Juniors. Mm. You definitely... Would you? What uh, restaurant would you go to and... Bikini Bottom, Weenie Hut Juniors, or the Krusty Krab? Obviously, I mean it's. I mean you could complain about the prices. A uh, hundred and one. I mean, the Krusty Krab do not even exist anymore. So you can't complain. Now, what about is the, what currency do they use in Bikini Bottom, and how much value does it hold? I think they use the U.S. dollar. They uh, use the U.S. dollar down there. No I think chance. So. I think so. I believe that underneath and. Yeah. Under the uh, sea in Bikini Bottom, that must be a U.S. Think, dollar that has yeah, lost I think its in, value. I think inflation's hit them pretty, pretty rough, Chaz. I mean, it's cost one hundred and one ninety nine for a Krabby Patty with cheese, Chaz, with cheese. So you forgot the pickles. Your bubble bath. Okay. Your bubble bath. Okay. And yeah, you can't compare me to that one. Hey, bubble bath is kind of goaded. Who's the guy who turned off the lights? You know that guy, right? Nosferatu? Yeah. Are you going to include him? Maybe he'll make an appearance on next week's episode, our special episode. Yeah, maybe we actually have some uh, film. Film? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, We're staring down this camera. I've never seen it actually turn on, but it seems like it gets used when we're not here. Mm -hmm. So as we're winding down episode number seven, because Tim has a special game to go off to, Tim. What game's going on in uh, Cranston East today? Unified Volleyball, Chaz. Uh, Are they facing? Cranston West. So it's a big rivalry game. Cranston East taking on Cranston West during the school day. I know you have a big role in it. Yeah, I'll be doing the PA announcing, Chaz. Um, 
yeah, uh, it'll be a fun time. Uh, it's going to be just a lot of going to be appreciating our seniors, and it should be, you know, a time of our lives. Okay. I didn't have that high expectations for an event, but time of our lives, if that's what Tim Means says, it must be true. That'll do it for episode number seven of the Thunderbolt Sports Talk season. Hope to see you here on Monday for our special Spokedoke Halloween episode where we talk about a lot of topics, but most of all, why? Why has Cranston East gotten just absolutely cursed in the sports world? And who done it? We have a lot of theories. Mr. Simone, our episode two guest, will be uh-huh. back on the program to help us fight through the years that Cranston East hasn't been so good. We've been uh-huh. there for most of them, but apparently it started even before then. Mm-hmm. Tim, you have any other theories that you want to tease that you'll bring up next Monday? Hmm. We might feature an appearance or a theory from the past broadcaster, but that is not confirmed. Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of interesting theories out there on why we haven't really been able to see the success that we had prior to our arrival. I think it might have something to do with Tim Yeen deciding to pick up a headset, but... We're talking teams that in 2017, 2019 were contending for state championships, division championships. It's been a rough go of it since then. So we hope to see you there on episode eight, a special edition coming to you on a Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon? Well, um, Monday when it publishes, probably in the afternoon, we'll be recording in the morning in this green room where we are now, but... Hope to see you there. Hope to have you join us on that episode and keep watching Thunderbolt Sports Talk as our fall season wraps up. We're going to be gearing up for the winter season basketball and basketball and indoor track and a bunch of other sports wrestling going to be the topics of discussion when we get to the winter season. So hope you guys will stick around with the program as we enter this next phase of the school year. Yeah. Thank you for watching Thunderbolt Sports Talk, Episode 7 in the books. Hope to see you next time. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, hit that bell uh-huh. to notify you every time we upload. Yeah, listen to your Discord. Go tell your friends on Discord. Go tell your friends on Facebook. Go tell your friends on X. Go tell your friends on Instagram. Make sure anywhere that you can... Help out the program. Support Thunderbolt Sports Media. We appreciate it all. We appreciate you as listeners. That'll do it for episode number seven, Tim. Sign us off. Yep. Uh, Let me just play a video real quick. All right. Let's get copyrighted, Tim. There we go. All right. So, Tim definitely... Scared you out of your boots. Doesn't seem like it really caught the audio levels that much. So yeah, hopefully, just like, a, just like a FNAF jump scare. Jazz. By the way, I don't know. Watch a movie, I guess. The FNAF movie coming out in theaters and on Peacock on the same day. Don't know 
what the strategy is there. I don't know yeah. why you would release it streaming on the same day. Mm-hmm. I yeah. am a proud Peacock subscriber, so maybe I'll catch the movie okay. later on today. Okay. That's the end of this episode, Tim. Sign us off again. Kaboom-a-boom.